Welcome to Therapist in Your Pocket, the podcast that's here to wrap you in warmth and sprinkle a little bit of sunshine in your life. I'm your host, Lucy Ellis, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me. I'm passionate about creating a safe space for open and honest conversations where we explore the depths of the human mind and heart. My mission is to enliven, inspire and enrich your life by helping you discover your inner strength, your worth, your uniqueness, your special source. Remember though that Therapist in Your Pocket is not a replacement for professional therapy. The insights and the advice shared here are meant to support and inspire, not to diagnose or replace individualised care. Your well-being is so unique and so personal to you. So self-responsibility is key. What we discuss may not be 100% applicable to your unique circumstances. So let's embark on this transformative journey together with an open heart and a spirit of exploration. You're in great hands and I'm here to guide you with warmth and understanding. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Uh, Welcome to episode 13. I'm feeling great. I've just, as of yesterday, started 75 hard again. Now, I say again because I think it must have been about September maybe of last year. I started 75 hard for the first time and I got to day 31, which is still a pretty good effort. And for those people that don't know what 75 hard is, it's just 75 days of two 45-minute workouts a day. One is outside, has to be outside, regardless of the weather. Ten pages of a self-development book, three litres of water, and might I add, I was saying to my husband last night, that the more water I drink, the thirstier I become. Does anybody know why that is? I'm unsure, but I drank like four litres yesterday Because I got to my three liters and I was like, tick. And then I was like, well, why am I still so thirsty? And when I don't drink as much water, I don't feel as thirsty. Is there, what is this? Is it my body going, oh my goodness, she's feeding us water. (laughs) Get it in there. I mean, I'm usually pretty good, but um, I can't work it out. Uh, So three liters of water. Two, two 45-minute exercises a day, 10 pages of a self-development book. What else? Oh, to stick to a healthy eating plan, whatever that is for you. Um, I'm doing just whole foods. That works for me. Uh, I think that's it. And then you can take progress photos each day. You can weigh yourself each day if you like. Um, I tend to not do those things as regularly, um, but I use this as a way to reset myself. Oh, and also no alcohol. Um, So I'm 
bit excited about that because I have had I had six months sober last year and I really love being sober and so I'm going to see how far this takes me and I have no qualms I don't feel like a failure that I didn't finish it last year I um I know, according to my human design, I do not have a defined will center. And so knowing that about myself, uh, I can be so much more kinder to myself because if you don't have a defined will center in your human design, you are not here to prove anything to anybody including yourself, you are already good enough. There's nothing that you need to chase or be or do. And we tend to not be able to stick to things very well. We tend to break our promises quite a lot. It's got nothing to do with your integrity. It's got nothing to do with how you want to show up in the world. It just means that we're we're a bit We either have the energy for it or not. So, you know, I can be okay with only getting to 31 days. Yes, do I hope I'll get to 75? Absolutely. And also another important part of my human design is I have gate three in my unconscious sun, which means I love to start things. It may not think it may not mean that I finish things, but I love to start things. I love the idea of a new challenge. I love the idea of a a new anything, a new way to do things. I love it. So here I am, um, and I'll check back in with you in seventy five days and tell you how well I've done. Um, and even if it's two days, you know, it's still. A great effort, don't you reckon? Just to change up your life. So here we are, episode 13. And today I want to talk to you about how I can't unsee and I hope that I can help you see this too, that absolutely... Everybody, and I mean everybody, and I also mean all the behaviours and all the interactions and everything that's happened from the beginning of time throughout human history is coming from a place of love. So we are either... you know, on a quest for love, we're either an expression of love or a reflection of the love that we're yearning for. And after today's podcast, maybe you'll be able to take a moment to observe those around you and see how people go about Trying to obtain love, keep love, or express love. 
whether it's somebody that you can see that works tirelessly for more money, for higher status, for the approval they seek potentially from their parents who valued hard work or wealth. Everything is an expression of love. And there are so many different lenses that you can see this. You might have somebody that doesn't treat you very well, is avoidant and yet they really want the love but they're showing their – it's not easy to understand that when you're looking at their behaviours but when you step away and you just observe it, it's like they need love just as – just as much they're looking for it they're searching for it in different ways and people in those relationships contort themselves the anxious types the anxious attachment types contort themselves and endure toxic relationships and endure abuse because they feel starved for love and they're seeking it and they're grasping for it and they're desperate for love. And they can often resort to the most extreme and self-sabotaging measures to obtain it. And they might get a little droplet and they feel safe again. And then it goes and then they get anxious and they stay And there's something, and this is what I have, the biggest lesson I suppose or the biggest takeaway for me from my work with family constellations and working with thousands of people and seeing hundreds of constellations, constantly witnessing that at the core of every struggle, of every pain, of every suffering, of feeling lost, there is this yearning for love. And this comes about because the stream of love that we have access to at any given time, anywhere, that we don't know about, it's become disordered. And individuals are desperately seeking to reconnect with love or find love in all the wrong places. (laughs) You know what they say, finding love in all the wrong places. And it's true, they hone in or they put the pressure on one person to give them that love or they put the pressure on themselves to be a certain way, to achieve a certain thing so that then finally they will be loved for who they are. But this is not where we find the love and so we ultimately end up feeling 
like a failure. We're feeling um, like more lack of love. Everyone, here's the secret. Everyone has access to abundant love. Yet we often lose sight of it. And throughout the course of our life, from the moment we've come in here, we experience suffering, we experience reaching out to our parents and them not taking us fully as we are. We experience rejections, we experience traumas, we experience the whole gamut of what's happening, what happens in life, and we lose sight of this love and we seek it from external sources because obviously we're not wise enough to know that, oh, my mum is wound up in her lack of feeling lack of love and she's focused on her traumas or her issues and that's why she can't access me and give me what I need. We don't see it like that, obviously, when we're growing up. And sometimes even as an adult, we're too much in our pain and suffering. But by reconnecting with your abundant love that we all have within us, all of us have the, are made up of the same source and it's the love source. All of us has an abundant supply of love within us and we can then, once we connect with that, navigate life independently, giving everyone the space to be themselves, feeling the love more profoundly and therefore surrendering or letting go of wanting it to be different, wanting it to be changed, wanting something new, wanting something different. And then when we are cultivating, loving, connecting with an abundant supply of all the love that we can ever, ever need and want knowing that it is within us, then when we are in relationship, we are giving from a full heart. We are giving without expectation, without having to suffocate somebody with that anxious giving, over-giving. It's about giving from a place of abundance. And you have this abundant love within you. But we get lost and we seek it in our relationships. This is not where you find it. Um, when we are in and we have a supply of this and we connect with, because you already do have the abundant supply of love within you, but when you learn how to connect with that within yourself, you will have undoubtedly much healthier relationships, better partners, uh, 
and you will feel less attached to them and less focused on them having to be a certain way to make you happy, them having to be a certain way to fulfil you. This includes your parents, this includes your partners, this includes your children. This includes your friends. You can allow your friends to be who they are. And you can love them without having an expectation that they need to be a certain way for you, for any of, any of your close people. And it feels so freeing. It feels absolutely freeing. And love is the essence of creation, right? It's the life forced passed down through your generations. So even if you don't feel loved by your parents, know that love is reaching you through your lineage. You are so loved. You are already loved and there's nothing, absolutely nothing you need to do to deserve it. There's no amount of money. There's no waist size, there is no Botox, there is no status, there is no giving and kind, even if you can be a horrible, horrible, horrible person and love is still within you. We have all access to it. You are loved and there's nothing that you need to do to deserve it. It's an abundant supply within you waiting to be accessed. It's an abundant supply within you waiting to be accessed. So when challenges arise and you find yourself holding on to negativity. You know, when you're in a relationship and somebody didn't treat you very well, and instead of knowing your worth, instead of falling back into the river of love, instead of being disconnected from that, um, that negativity and even that person, um, we tend to hold on to it, latch on to it and gnaw at it with our thoughts and our stories and we go over and over and over and over and over again and we create so much pain and suffering for ourselves. We really, 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 really do. But you have a choice to relax back into love at that moment when you notice that you are suffering with all of these thoughts, when you're suffering from all of this negativity, you have a choice to relax back into love, into your abundant supply of love that you've got within you and let go 
of that negativity. Let go of whatever that means. Let go of picking up somebody else's pain and carrying it for them. Let go of their suffering. Don't hold on to it. And the moment you notice this pain within you, it's the moment that you have that choice. I can choose to let it go. Because why do we hold on to it? We hold on to it out of scarcity that we might lose that person. Deep, 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 deep down inside. Losing that person or losing myself or losing my happiness. It's a, it's a lack. It's all a lack mentality. Anything that we want to hold on to and negatively go over and over and over again means it's taking something from us. And we almost self-sabotage by, you know, holding on to that thing and rehashing it and making up big stories about what it means. And then that changes our behaviour. Then what do we do? We turn the tap off of our love supply. We turn it off. We forget that we have it. And we dry up in there and we become bitter and twisted and frustrated and angry and negative. And we think that all of the love in the world that needs to be found is found outside of us. So we go again. We try our hardest to be better, to do better, to find love, to find that is what we're needing. And and really, we just need to turn the tap back on and let it wash away all of that negativity, all of the the boulders that come in that we we try and carry with us throughout the day. There's no way that you can be happy and loving and joyful and blissful and beautiful in your day while you're carrying around all these boulders and you're so you thing and then the next boulder comes and the next boulder comes and, you know, that's very tiring. And then all it's going to take is for another one of your beautiful loved ones to say something and you're going to be like, <laughs> not being very loving at all. So we have an opportunity at that moment when we notice the pain and the suffering. We notice the pain and the suffering. We get to have a choice right there. And the choice is to imagine that we're running the the love tap and the love is streaming through the crown, through our crown, from our lineage, from source, all the way back to source, through our whole entire lineage which is supporting us through the crown of our head, through our whole entire body. All the way down and into Mother Nature. This beautiful, endless flow of love that we have access to. We choose then to float back into the river of love and be reminded by our constant supply of abundance and joy and light and love and maybe right now because I know I am just resting back into that beautiful river of love and it makes me want to laugh because it feels so good and it feels so right and it feels so connecting 
And none of that other stuff matters. Mm. Yeah. I actually have a bit of a giveaway today. I have a hypnosis called the river of love, the river of love. And I want to give it away to you. If you're eager to foster more love within, then, and you want to potentially, oh, first of all, you can um, listen to this audio, but as well, you don't want to miss the opportunity to join my Heart Cave membership. So I only open the doors to my Heart Cave membership twice a year, twice a year, and they're opening soon. So if you want to be part of the waitlist and secure a one-on-one appointment with me as your special bonus upon joining, then I invite you to head to the show notes, click the link, grab your River of Love audio and bask in the excitement that comes with securing your spot to join our beautiful little community. I can't wait to hold space for you in the heart cave. It's such a divine space of beautiful women cultivating, growing love, choosing love and joy and light over pain and suffering. And that does not mean that we, you know, disregard. We're not, we're not bypassers here. We, we definitely move through things, but we do it all for the sake of light and love and joy and peace and cultivating more of it. The women in our community are cherishing their time with the supportive community, the beautiful content, the um, human design library, the, the hypnosis audios every month. It's truly an amazing experience. So join us for a journey of self-discovery and love. You can find the link in the show notes and you will get the River of Love Hypnosis Audio too. And now we move into this week's self-love activity. And this week's self-love activity is to create yourself a vibrant, whole food smoothie, a little morning elixir or maybe an even, it doesn't matter, you can have it whenever you like. You could have it for dinner as well. I like to make mine in the morning. I just feel like it's a great way to start the day. Get your fresh fruits, your leafy greens. Don't forget to add the love as you blend these ingredients together and just spend a mindful minute enjoying the flavors the tastes and knowing that it's 
you're honouring your beautiful vessel and I reckon that this is a beautiful ritual of of self-love and we've had some bangers going on this week um, in the Heart Cave where we share our smoothie recipes. And what a great time of year it is in Australia, of course, to be making smoothies for, for brekkie. Feels like we're, it's definitely is a taste of summer, isn't it? And that wraps up the 13th episode. Before we leave, remember, I want you to remember this. You are 100% loved. It's all within you, streaming down from source through your lineage all the way to you. And you can see how it plays out if you've been, if you are a mum and you look at your children and you love them so much. That is the love that is being passed through you into them. But the love that you have for your kids is the same love that you have within you. So choose to let that love guide your way. And watch as your interactions become more beautiful, peaceful and loving. Oh, this feels so good to embrace the love within. For you're not seeking it. You are love itself. And when you live from this place, your entire world transforms so go ahead challenge yourself embrace the love that you have within for for you know that you are love itself and interact with people and be in relationship with people with this vibe and everything will change. Have a beautiful day.